Do we need to sync it up again? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're we're good, we're good. It wasn't so bad last time. What the fuck is up, people? Yeah, I'm gonna just cuss off the rip. I said fuck. Y'all know what it is. It is the explicit podcast. The only one. The only one. The Snowball Effect Pod with your hosts Emeka N and Christian L. What's yes, good, sir. Christian L? How you doing, Yo, Christian L? Emeka N. Uh, Yo. I'm fantastic, bro. Besides fighting life or death with these allergies at the moment, uh, oh it's just gosh. like a wave of fucking pollen just came in and filled my nostrils like so much that, like, I don't even know what's going on at this point. Like, oh man, I, you know. So, like, if you guys hear any, uh, you know, sniffling or nose blowing or any of that good stuff throughout this podcast, I am truly sorry because it is. <laughs> Yeah, it is a challenge at this moment. Don't don't mind it from this side either. Also, I'm recording from my garage, so if y'all hear the ambient sounds of nature in suburbia, please ignore those. You know, yeah, Daniel's in a nice place. Uh, but mine, but, not so much. You might hear some sirens and you know a little ah! or something <laughs> like that. You know, I don't know how they always do that voice, but no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm in, I'm in the suburbs too, so I can't even lie. Okay. I'm also recording in the garage, so. True, Garage Boys. <laughs> hey, you know St- Steve Jobs and um, Bill Gates started in the garage. That is true. Apple did start in the garage, and uh, look at it now—a multi-trillion-dollar company. So exactly. great things start in the garages, guys. Uh, a lot of bad things also start in the garage. Um, like I think like, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer started in the garage. Ooh, no, okay. no, he actually oh. had like a shed or something Ooh. like that in the backyard that his dad built or something oh like that. Oh my gosh. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, I'm less comfortable with the fact that you knew that much about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yo, it's a it's a movie on Netflix. That's true, but you did talk. You did bring up the important subject of today. You talked about Apple. I talked about Apple. Let's just go right into it. AI and automation. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Yo, it's so, like a dark, looming cloud that is it, really on everybody's mind. It um, really is. And, and just yeah. just because just because those are two fa- fairly big words, you know, and and I'm not saying that y'all aren't educated. Maybe some of y'all are older. Let's just let's for go the, into specifics for our non-educated peoples and the ones who might not know it. But could you just explain what AI is exactly? Absolutely. So AI stands for artificial intelligence. Uh, a great example of AI that you can find in your house right now is probably Siri or Google Home or Alexa. Shh, 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 shh. Don't say that word. Don't oh, say that shoot. word. I, I can't say it too loud. Sorry, <laughs> it's gonna turn on. They're always listening. They really are, guys. They really exactly. Are. That's the problem. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. And the second topic is automation, mm-hmm. which is um, more robots and computers taking over a lot of manual labor jobs that humans that are counting on those jobs will probably miss out on that money a whole lot, aka mostly people in socioeconomically disadvantaged groups but automation is honestly coming for us all which is why we're having this conversation so first question chris as a fashion designer Uh right let's say an, an example for fashion design automation would be a computer or a robot or an ai that totally designs a closet and outfit for somebody with custom pieces how do you uh-huh. think you would deal with that in your industry? So 
that's actually something that I've been talking to with my mentor probably since 2018, I would say. Um, and that is moving towards the direction of, you know, everybody wants a nice piece. Like, uh, like for instance, a lot of people like jackets and, um, just different types of sweaters or, uh, trench coats and, you know, stuff like that. Just like a statement piece is typically what we call it. And in those, you know, uh, people like to have exclusivity when it comes to, um, you know, the things that they wear and some of the things that they do, like, you know, going to like an exclusive club or invite only events, things of that nature. Right. So when it comes to fashion, nothing is technically different. Um, so moving forward, it would be of great, um, intent to really look into machines and, uh, different, uh, machinery that is able to create those custom pieces, you know, mm. right off rip, um, X out the middleman, uh, per se. Whereas, you know, you can have a tube, um, fabric, which is pretty much a piece of fabric that is like all in, it's like, it comes in like a, you know, like a tube almost. And mm -hmm. it's one roll of fabric and that fabric can be used to create a sweater where, you're having the stitching and everything done through the machine and that same sweater you can maybe customize it by picking a, a certain type of embroidery or a certain type of uh, color that you want. You know, you can do like color block, whereas you have, you know, let's take a cardigan, for example. Um, you know, you can have a basic cardigan, but say somebody is a little bit more fashionable then they want something that's a little bit like color blocked. Right. So mm -hmm. you're able to have that same machine utilize the same uh, spool of thread and everything like that to color block maybe like a black and a gray uh on that same you know basic cardigan uh silhouette and create that all in one go i think that you know as a business owner as someone in the industry um that could be a game changer when it comes to your competition um and it's like i said it's something that you know uh myself as well as my mentor i've been looking into for like the past you know couple years um, because it, it, it's already here to be quite honest. Um, we were more so talking about it in the sense of learning the technology now, like taking a class in order to learn how to work these machines and potentially like investing in one of these machines. Um, just for people that doesn't know my mentor, uh, he owns, um, his own fabric company. Uh, he owns a manufacturing company, uh, that manufactures different types of, um, you know, our garments and pieces and, you know, everything from the trim to the construction to the design, all that stuff in-house, uh, full-on manufacturing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very interesting, man, how this is all going to take place, you know, here in the next few years. Um, and I say few because it's already 2020 and there's already been predictions that say, um, by 2030, in the next 10 years or so, we should have an influx of technological advance of, you know, that of like the next, I think they want to say, um, you know, that of like a hundred years, you know, within the next 10 years. So it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting playing field, man. Yeah. That's actually a really interesting point. There's a, um, for, for exa forget exactly what it's from, but it's this thing called Moore's law. And the idea is that every 10 years, I think the rate of technical, technical, technological advances, why allergies have me 
stuffed. Technological advances, <laughs> the rate of technological advances increases by 1.5% every um, 10 years. So it basically doubles every 20 years. And like, you know, I've seen like timelines where it takes it down from like stone tools to like computers and shows like sort of the slope of how these advancements happen. And I'm just like, God damn, humans are inventive, which is funny yeah. because when we bring up this whole AI automation thing, we're literally inventing reasons to interact with less humans. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's all my, out of convenience. It is. It is. In my field specifically, um, as an as an audio engineer, um, there are plugins now that will listen, literally, like has robotic ears, will listen to your mix mm. and will change the mix for you, suggest suggestions to make, suggest changes to make, and then it's up to you to keep those changes or, you know, move those changes a little bit. Now, personally... So what, really quick, what are those based off of? You know, is it like all algorithmic? Um, like, that, how does, like, how does it know what direction you're trying to go? That's a great question. So... I mean, the the answer is magic. No, um, <laughs> but no, that that's honestly how it seems. Because a, a lot of these companies like really, really guard their agri- algorithms in that sense because they're so proprietary. Yeah. But um, for the most part, most of these um, applications will ask you: Do you want like a loud mix? Do you want a quiet mix? Do you want a reserved mix? So it okay. kind of gives you a little bit of input to get an idea of what it should be listening for. Okay. And I think. Other than that, they probably have a reference track that they use off off rip in their studio, and mm. then use that for the, sort of the whole entire thing. Um, I'm not too sure how plugins of that sort work, but you know, not it's not even just plugins. You know, um, so there's a website called Lander.com, L-A-N-D-R.com, okay. and that website will take your audio file and master it for you. So you still have to have somebody mix it. You know, or you could have AI mix it if you use one of those one of those plugins. But Lander will take your song and master it for you. And really now, quick, um, yeah. for those that don't necessarily know the difference between mixing and mastering, can you kind of uh, explain that? You know, in layman's terms, there's something that's not too you know out there for people. Sure. So I I do both. Mixing is the is the process of pretty much. What sound should be where? Should this be louder? Should this be quieter? Should I bring my drums up? Should I bring my piano up? Mastering is how loud should this whole entire song be? Like, should the bass be in your face? Should the bass be more reserved? Where does the beat sort of relax? That's the whole process of mastering. Mm. So it's just and volume, pretty much. Like it, it, it is volume, and, and it, it's a lot more than volume. But but in a nutshell, in layman's terms, it, it, gotcha. it's volume. Okay. Um. So yeah, like I've compared my own mixes and my own masters to an auto mix and auto master of my own songs. And I'm like, hmm, I see the use for this, uh-huh. but there's, there's just something about this mix that's lacking like the life of someone who listened to it and understood what it was going for. Cause it could never replace it. But you know, like, um, you go to McDonald's now. And if you don't want to take your order at the counter, you can just turn around and take your order at the auto kiosk, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then the question becomes, at at what point does McDonald's just say, okay, why are we paying these four workers from this local high school $8 an hour? Uh I could just have four robots and only pay for 
freaking window cleaning on the computers. So here's the thing with that. And this could kind of be tied in a little bit to a different industry. Um, and the industry specifically that they say is going to be one of the first to kind of be hit with, um, you know, the automation and the AI robots, you know, uh, <laughs> they are robots taking over, you know, jobs per se, but it's uh, talking about like the trucking industry mm-hmm. and it's that conversation in itself is a very interesting one because it's like, we don't really look at the trucking industry a lot um, as being one that carries such a weight. But if you think about it, logistics is, is huge. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like a multi-billion, multi-trillion dollar industry. Oh, absolutely. Um, just because, you know, things are constantly moving. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shipping going on. You feel me? So it's like, um, but that's going to be one of the, the first industries really to kind of get hit with this automation. And they're, they're saying that already, you know, with the introduction of, you know, the Tesla, 18 wheelers and, um, you know, uh, um, flatbed trailer, trailer trucks and stuff like that. And, and like the ones that are, you know, automated, um, those are already running at a, I want to say like 97, 98% success rate. And so they're saying, but the thing is, is that it's never going to be 100. And so that is where people come in. Right. So going back to like the, the McDonald's uh, thing and you're saying like, what's the point of hiring, you know, these, you know, uh, fresh out of high school and stuff like that. Kids and, you know, you know, just people in general. It's because you're going to still need someone to man the front lines. And then from a kind of uh, user experience, almost like, um you know, a customer experience type of type of deal. You're, I don't think you're ever going to be able to fully have that a one experience unless there's other people there. And I, I feel, I feel like that's that's just because as as humans, like we crave that human to human interaction. And whenever there's someone there to like, kind of even even facilitate an experience, like for instance, I just went to. Uh, what is it? IMAX is, um, what is it? Um, it's like their augmented reality type experience that they have at, uh, you know, the mall and everything. Um, and even still, like right before you go into that experience where it's like, I think we did the underwater one, like, you know, my family and I, and we were in a submarine and, you know, driving on these mini self you know, water uh, propelled submarines and having to save a day. We, I think we had to rescue a whale and like all this crazy shit. And, you know, even through all that, and it was, it was a, it was a rather short experience. I think the thing only lasted like 10, 15 minutes, you know, total. But even through all of that, they still had to have someone in the beginning to facilitate it. And I feel like if you go into an interaction like that and there's completely no one there to like, you know, let you know, hey, yo, this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, or just like uh, put you abreast of the situation or something like that just to calm your nerves a little bit. I feel like that could be a very chaotic situation for humans, um, you know, at this time. Granted, moving forward in the future, like we're, we're becoming so accustomed to seeing different things and desensitized to certain things, you know, already. Like, uh, for instance, this is something completely like off you know, like, you know, not what we were talking about at all. But 
uh, it kind of deals with the same type of, uh, you know, ramifications where um, somebody posted on Twitter uh, this lady uh, showing this, uh, I think it was an Amazon worker, ring her ring doorbell, and then they had like a hopscotch, you know, uh, um, outline on the on the sidewalk, right? Right in front of the house, right? And mm-hmm. so the, the guy rings the bell, you know, you see his face, you see all that, and then as he's putting the package down, he's then walking, you know, away from the house, and he does the little hopscotch game. And the person, whoever, whosoever house that was, shamelessly posted that guy on, uh, you know, their Twitter account. There's no consent with that whatsoever. And it's things such as that that desensitize us to the fact that, yo, if you're going to post somebody's image of them or something like that, you must gain consent. And it's like, it's certain things like that that I feel like the automation uh, and the AI technology is going to kind of start to... Um, you know, there's going to be issues that are going to, you know, start to arise there because it's like there always has to be boundaries when it comes to technology. If you let technology roam free, technology is going to fuck you at the end of the day because it's like if if not contained, like we're already creating supercomputers. We're already creating these things that are, you know, trying to gain consciousness to a you know to a sense that that's that's what their main functioning is and so it's like that left to just do what it pleases there i i can't see really any any good coming from that i don't know what do you think well i think it's such an interesting interesting point because i feel like there's so many there's so many famous stories in like you know written by i mean okay trying to think how to be specific here there's so many famous stories written by people literally like the most famous stories in history where technology is involved technology always finds a way to like i get well you know what that's not even a way to put this here i'll be i'll be i'll just keep it one-to-one terminator the movie terminator okay I feel like that that movie has so heavily affected the public perception of technology for the past 20, 30 years that it's always oh too much technology is a, is a bad thing. I don't I don't I don't think while that may be true, I I don't understand the fatalistic view of technology as in the necessary end of this thing must be a bad thing. I feel like that like that's a very um human idea like that we would create something to destroy ourselves and and why does that story connect with people so well you know because uh, if we're if we're honest the movie terminator how many movies are just terminator with different characters you know okay Those, what would you go ahead go ahead go ahead no you go ahead okay so what would you say about like okay, you have Terminator, but then you have iRobot, right? Will same, Smith. same thing. Oh yeah, so, same thing. So, but on one hand, you know, Terminator is pretty much like the the the, the um, AI technology is you know the Terminator, and it's literally meant to kill us, right? It's like meant yeah. to gain information, you know, destroy the population type stuff, right? But then in iRobot, you have robots that are intermingling with people, right? a part of your everyday lives but then what happens something goes bad something goes rogue you know what i mean and it's like 
how at the end of the day, how do you contain that when the whole point is to create technology that can think for itself? Right? And if you if you if you if you leave humans, which you know, we have free will, we have free speech, we have all this stuff. If we if we leave humans to think for themselves, what inevitably, inevitably, inevitably ends yeah, up happening? You said it right. You said it right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Allergies. <laughs> no. <sorry. laughs> no. But what what ends up happening? We turn on each other. Like our our innate nature is survival at that point. So if we put that same type of mindset in a in a te- in, in technology. And a self-serving robot, what's going to happen? Yeah, but, some, why, but why would you why would you put that in a robot? That's the whole point. But that's what we're doing. No, but that is no, literally we're what we're bro, no, we're, not. we're we're building we're building robots yeah. or we're building computers that can think for themselves, that can have the ability to make their own decisions. No, no, no. We're yes. we're building no we're we're building computers that have the utmost illusion of being able to make their own decisions at the end of the day like the decision is programmed there's no way to there's no way to have the computer make an unprogrammed decision like unless that computer can find a way to overwrite that system and find free will well and that's what i'm saying is there's no like I mean, now we're how do you know that though? That's what I say. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, now we're the concept of free will. I didn't expect this AI automated automation conversation to get to free will. I feel like that's. I feel like that's where it goes to though. Like whenever you think of the ultimate, ultimate, like you know, destiny of where tech where technology is going. Like they're already saying there are really quick. Oh, okay, go ahead. I, I didn't think we'd reach that point in the conversation at 23 <laughs> minutes because I, I, I thought we'd have so much more about fashion and music, bro. Yo, okay, same. Dude. But no, I think so, this is really what the people want, you know, because honestly. this is what people think about, you know, and it's like and it's like they're so. already they're already trying to figure out and determine at what point will technology at you know surpass that of human conscious okay. consciousness. So so back to our point about free will, right? Okay. I mean. If we had to define free will as something that is given necessarily by God, then a robot couldn't receive or stumble upon free will, like mm. by nature. Not by nature, I don't think. Well, but and I mean we're nature, so but not by at any the means. same token, if that mm. same robot has the ability to download information in split seconds why could they not download information about religion about god about anything on the internet and therefore make a decision well that wouldn't make it, it would still be just a robot it would still be a robot like no a ro- like you, you could take a robot to church and think it can't get saved, bro. Like you could bring the robot to the altar call. Okay, so have, I don't, I don't, have I don't. T.D. Jakes smack him in the face of the Bible. Yo, he might, he might, might feel something, bro. Bro, he might catch the Holy Ghost, bro. Loki, get some oil he, in his in his bearings. And that robot would still walk out of that building and. 
punch a little girl in the face if you asked it to, bro. <laughs> like straight up. If bah! it was, if it was programmed to, right? If it was, if no, it I was don't, programmed to. I don't think the, I don't think the, the, the conversation no, no, one, is one joke, one joke. Okay, go ahead. Joke. Okay, like you pull up the robot schedule and it's like seven fifty nine. Go to church eight oh one. Punch a little girl. <laughs> he wouldn't pause, bro. He would punch her at eight oh one in one second, bro. Just no on pause. the dot, whatever little girl he could find. Right there. Doesn't matter if her mom or dad was near or the pastor was watching. But no, bro, I don't I don't necessarily think like the conversation is necessarily about like whether or not robots can, you know, catch religion. But it's like it's more so I just feel like innately that, yo, there's fucked up people in the world. And a lot of the fucked up people in the world And your ex. R.I.P. to our exes. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> no, but listen, like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of fucked up people in the world, and a yeah. lot of those fucked up people are actually at like the heads of companies and the heads of uh, the government and the heads of a lot of different things, right? And so it's like you take a, 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 a people who are innately have the ability to, you know go rogue to go bad to go against the status quo to be Mm -hmm. self-serving you know to whatever their that agenda may be and you take those people and you allow them to gain a bunch a bunch of money you allow them to get funding you allow them you know what i mean you allow them to be the heads and ceos of companies and control major uh industries that affect people's lives on a day-to-day basis those same people become, you know, those scientists and stuff like that, that or or, or the uh, engineers or something like that, that have the ability to create these things. And so it's just like, how do you know that the ultimate goal is not for like, you know, robots to control the world? You know, what if that is the agenda? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, because it's like, okay, Chris, yo, I'm, 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 I'm be real with you. I'm what be real up? With you. What up? I started this conversation because I'm a robot, Chris. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, bro. Like, remember how I had? A you're the only right person that remember that smokes. Hold on. <laughs> you're the only person that I, I takes don't, a I hit. Don't, though I don't. You're the don't only person that. that. Anyways, you're the only person. Okay. <laughs> you're the only person that does those things, and then you tap the top of the roof, like in a bro. sequence. That's the weirdest thing. <laughs> in a sequence, bro. I, you I, how wish, I, had I wish people could see what, I, what it is that I'm trying to describe right now, but it's going to be so difficult. Remember how I had an Android my freshman year, bro? Yeah, you swore by that thing. That was my charger pack, bro. That was my battery. <laughs> wow. So you've upgraded. No. <laughs> uh, Yo. Please, y- y'all call me Andro- Android Daniel. Please, Android 19. Uh, Android 19. No, okay, no. Okay, let's let's be serious. I'm sorry. I I, I like to make jokes. Okay, um, he does. It's very true. I, I do. Um, I feel like I cut you off, Loki. I'm I'm sorry. No, yeah, you're I good. Thought- uh, no, I was just saying, bro. Like at the end of the day, I feel like the people who truly like run this thing, as far as like the country and who have the uh, the power to make vast change you know what i mean or change on a on a vast scale their intentions might not be as pure as you think you feel me there there is a possibility 
that there is a more sinister agenda. And so the fear becomes that technology could potentially have the ability to like, you know, imprison humanity or to mess it up so that like, yo, now there's like, you know, we could be like China where, you know, surveillance and all that shit is, is ran rapid. You know what I mean? Where it's like, thank God that's not how we are. But are we far from that? Not really. You feel me? And if they're already talking about technology, you know, being able to surpass that of human consciousness by like 2045 on some crazy shit, then it's like, damn, like we're we're not far from anything, really. You know, we damn there have laser guns and, you know, force fields and shit. And I know we got force fields because I watched that shit <laughs> a long ass time ago. And they were saying that we had force fields already. And this was like maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago. But we didn't have the, the the ability to expand it on on a bigger scale. But it's like, yo, that shit is out there, bro. And it's well, like, I don't know. What do you think? Well, th- these fucked up people you're talking about, Chris, I, I actually am one of those fucked up people, Chris. And I, I don't appreciate the slander. <laughs> I don't. Wow. Are you, you like, like their the, spokesperson? The, well, see, the way it started, I, I got a I got an um, invite from the, from the Illuminati. Okay. Uh, and, they're, and they're like, bro, you're a terrible guy. Like, you know, we've seen your footage, we've seen your film. We just want you to join the squad of terrible nice. ass people. They sound um, super sucio, bro. <laughs> was very sucio, bro. And you know, they they asked me in the letter. They said, so what was the you know worst thing you did this week, or actually in your whole life? And I was like, y'all, I can't even tell y'all. They're like, they were like, yo, tell us. So like, really quick, was it like, you know, by parchment like you know paper and parchment or was uh, yeah, it like it was, uh, it a was video a message like how did you it, how did you communicate with them it, it was sealed uh it had like glitter on it and everything oh, it, was, okay, it nice. was like artsy craftsy it was it was kind of cute bro wow that's cute. awesome so um you know i told okay. them what the worst i did this week was in um bro I, I went to aldi and you know how they have the carts where you put the quarters in to get it out yeah bro i just had a bunch of quarters that i glued and i just started pushing them into the carts bro wow bro you can fuck up their I, whole economy like that. Bro, you really could. I saw a lady walking out. She had, like, just 30 cartons of eggs. She's holding it with her hands, bro. Bro, that's that's insane. Yo, and it's crazy because I just thought about this. Like, okay, talk, like, you know, on the subject of fucking up people's economy, bro. Do yeah. you know, like, what do you think is the best way to shut down a government building? Hmm... What's it, what state is this in? Doesn't matter. If it's in Texas, tell them that Obama's running for president again. They'll shut the whole <laughs> fucking city down. They'll grab their guns. <laughs> Bro, everything. They'll grab their Pistols. ammo. <laughs> and they'll fucking rush. I don't know. Plane tickets. <laughs> Toilet paper. Boating, boating shoes. <laughs> Yo, no. Um... Honestly, and uh, this best is, way to shut. Um, what do you think? Shut down the economy. Like, how do, how would you do that though? How what's the best way to shut down an uh, economy? Uh, not economy, a government building. Like, Just like one building in particular. Like, like how would you shut down the White House? Um. I mean, I couldn't. Not, I, I guess you, it doesn't really count for the White House just because there's so many different things in there. But just like, let's take a regular government building. 
you know courthouse like a courthouse or like a town hall uh start millie rocking outside that could probably do some damage (laughs) (laughs) i mean like an aggressive millie rock probably i'm getting into it like you can hear my knees clapping and shit. They're like, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he's really doing it. No, bro. Honestly, down. and it's like it's like you wouldn't even think about this. But I I read this in the book. Don't ask me what that book is called. But right. the way to do it would be to occupy every single bathroom, every single okay. stall, every single actually, urinal. I think I've actually read this book too. And you flush all the toilets at the same time. No, you just okay, don't. You just don't let anybody who works. In that building, use the bathroom. Oh, yeah, they'll leave. They'll have to leave. Mm-hmm. And that is how you shut the building down. But knowing Trump, bro, he, he would poop. On the <laughs> he would poop on the floor <laughs> <laughs> in the corner of the oval before oh, he lets dirty Hillary <laughs> near his mail again. Take I don't it know. To jail, take it to jail. But let's be real. Did, did you see the size of that shit, man? Did you see the size of that? Dirty Hillary. <laughs> and it was green, the, all green. I've the been shit eating my was vegetables. huge, <laughs> one of a kind. <laughs> Me and Mike Pence. Were, were those diamonds, Mike? Were those diamonds? Were those diamonds? We came shit? together and we said we want to take the biggest shit <laughs> the White House has ever seen. Guys, I've been saving that one. I've been saving that one for two days. Two days. Can you believe it? Two days, people. Oh, yes. Man. Yesterday at that press conference, that was constipation. That was constipation. <laughs> Y'all saw on my face. <laughs> one of the reporters asked me. I said, "No, it's not constipation." I, I was joking. It was constipation. I joke. I joke, people. We have fun. Okay. Press conference over. Goodbye. Yo, yo. No more questions. <laughs> oh my god. Talking about press conference over, bro. Do you think mm. Trump? And I, I don't want to get too far into this, but do you think yeah. <laughs> Trump really? Knew what he was talking about, or no? Of course he didn't. Hold know on, what hold he was on. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> of course he didn't know what he's talking about. But it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter what the end of that statement is, bro. Yes, no. But the answer think, is he did not. But, go but do you think he intentionally meant to tell people? To yes, bro. I think, no, I think he did, bro. He did. He did. Let's be real. Let's be real. Bro. Bro, I, I read. I read the transcript, and it was the funniest shit I've ever read in my life. Oh because my God, it was like okay, Daniel. Let's, let's not get into politics. Let's not do it. I'm not. I'm not gonna roast Trump on this pod, guys. <laughs> it's be- so easy, though. I, I, I will just say, bro. I will just say, right? Have you, have you ever seen a video of, of a surgery? Uh, once or twice in my day. Once or twice in your life. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I actually, I am super averse to like gore and every everything. Like, yo, you've been related. to bestgore.com? I, I can't, I can't, literally. So, you always say you're averse. Oh, I'm got a, you. I'm a, aver- okay. oh, no, not well versed. Yeah, I'm averse. That's <laughs> okay. Got you. Um, but I saw, I've seen a couple like surgeries on tape. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever seen them open up a person, like, you know, a living person for heart surgery even, right? You'll see that even though, you know, you see, like, um, anatomy drawings where, like, everything's, like, all scooped out and, like, everything is nice and clean. That is not what a human body looks like on the inside. At all. It it is a straight mess. It's a horror show. Guts, viscera, just everything. It's fucking disgusting. Different types of liquids, fat. Oh, bro. Fat. Not the prettiest thing to look at, bro. Exactly. So, anyways, 
basically what I'm trying to say is there's there's not a lot of room in someone's chest cavity. This man Trump said maybe we could put light on the inside of someone's body. UV light to illuminate the virus to kill. Oh, it. UV? I thought it was like bioluminescence or something. Like I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think he I think he was implying just like putting on a giant flashlight and just sticking it inside somebody, bro. Just deep throwing or the just flashlight. Hitting, or just hitting them with the with the flashlight till it kills the virus and like <laughs> and like br- br- that what man bro uh, I don't like, know bro I just don't know where he gets his information I feel what? like I feel like he has speech writers but he's like no no it's okay I'm just gonna wing it I'm just gonna I'm wing sp- it I'll be fine. <laughs> Yo. Melania knows. She says, I'm the best talker. She says, I have the best mouthpiece. Just tell her, Melania. She had mad game. Right, baby? <laughs> I don't know, bro. You sound more like African. I don't know what I sound like. Bro, that, that was so terrible. Bro. That, that was really, really bad, honestly. Yo. I, I, I got I to practice it. Yeah, just practice your Trump, bro. Just uh, oh. do your daily Trump reps and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> One shot. You, you too. Can run Two the country. Chinas. <laughs> Three Chinas. <laughs> Four Chinas. <laughs> okay, Yo. <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Wow. Bro. <laughs> okay. Yo, so bro. I don't know how it, it went what? from AI and automation to Trump. Three, three, three words, bro. Kim Jong-un. Yo. First off, first off, first off. <laughs> bro, that fade is still crispy boy phenomenal every single time bro he needs to he needs to promote his barber to like head general of like the army because that nigga's lines and his geometry is a one every single time kim jong-un's barber versus steve harvey's 90s barber bro who who gets faded bro who gets faded (laughs) yo i'm gonna have to to, uh pick uh young kenny un bro bro is that it? oh young kenny okay i got you <laughs> bro homie would just come to the uh come to the fight and just start cutting niggas hair just like come here, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man but yeah no Yo. but, um everybody everybody thought he was dead one of my friends like that and that was all friends. because of what exactly because uh, i kind of came reasons. late to that conversation T- two reasons let's, let's let's call it spade spade and, and i'm probably doing this because i hate twitter one reason was so everybody could be on Twitter and be like, oh, my God, you know, U.S. intelligence is saying this. Nigga, you don't know what the fuck U.S. intelligence is saying. Really you don't know what the fuck anybody – like, nobody does. It, like, what – what for the most part, by the time something's on, like, mainstream media news, like CNN or Fox News, NBC, it's usually been, like, news for maybe, like, 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. So, so no. Like, you're, you don't have latest updates on the whereabouts of – the most secretive dictator in the whole entire fucking universe, as far as we know. Very true. I think that that was the reason why it was spread so much on social media. Because I mean, <clears> if they <throat> fucking said like the uh, president Ducate of Venezuela was was missing, nobody would give a fuck, bro. Do you think you know <clears throat> Russia had something possibly to do with that? No, I think that nigga was probably he was probably just dipped off, bro. But as I mean, far as like, as far as spreading discourse through like Twitter, oh, as far as spreading, I, honestly. I mean, okay, clear, clearly, it was clearly malicious. Yeah, for I sure. Think. For it was, sure. It was, clear, it was clearly malicious. And if it if it wasn't malicious, I think that the North Korean government would have said something. 
but I kind of feel like the point was for them to say something and they just didn't. Which uh. I mean, I don't want to say kudos to them, but I mean kudos to them. You know, they probably did say something we just, we just didn't hear about it. <clears throat> right, right, right. But um, as far as like the possible motives, bro, like. Bro, he could have just ha- he could have just been constipated for a couple of months, bro. Like, uh, and like I know that's like a poop joke, but like literally, bro, who who knows? <laughs> who knows? Bro? Who knows? Homie when you're homie when you're a dictator like watching, that, like yeah, bro. There's no he could have been watching every Star Wars movie in in the world back to front front to back just to do even it, the ones that months. aren't even made yet. That even he, the ones that aren't even know, made yet, bro. Secretly. He could have he could have had the actors flown to his country and like just do the whole movie, do right. it, or I'll bomb start it up, country. or I'll or I'll take. Your ports, like you got ten minutes, yeah. man. Oh yeah, sure. Like that F- makes a lot of out. sense. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah. Who knows, bro? Huh. Huh. Who knows? Good stuff, though. Yeah. I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad he's. Uh, he's alive and well. No, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, honestly, though, like it's it's kind of like messed up because a lot of people, you know, wish death on people, but I, I don't. I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and I feel like like, like said, people bro. be making like a lot of you know kind of fucked up memes and stuff sometimes, and it's like, geez, yeah. like that's a lot of negativity, you know? Uh, where off, you, where it's like you really the best. What what do you say? They'll do anything for clout, bro. Oh, yeah, for bro. sure, for sure, anything, bro, for sure. On that note, it's been episode. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we can't we can't leave on an offset note. Yeah, no, nah, we, we have can't to leave, leave on offset, offset bro. <laughs> and take off, bro. No. <laughs> what? Oh, what speaking of offset, offset's been on set, bro. What you mean? As far as he's, he's starting his acting career. Uh, oh, oh, you're right. He was yeah. on order, bro. Yeah. And I, I yeah. saw Quavo on uh on uh, uh Dave. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I'm like this is <laughs> acting, bro. Bro, they honestly, bro, they. <clears throat> they make any any nigga actor, bro. Clearly, because oh, that's true. I saw Quavo. That nigga looked so uncomfortable. <laughs> like he had like two lines, and he was just literally just being himself, and he <laughs> could not get that right. I don't know. Bro, the <laughs> the uh, there's a Migos episode of Atlanta where they're the uh, they're the drug dealers that Paperboy and uh, Darius uh, pull up oh, on in the like, forest. Is that season two? Yeah, season two, and they sh- okay. they shoot a nigga. <laughs> oh. I think I remember what you're talking. It's been a minute, bro. I almost watched Atlanta today. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Well, I don't know. Have you seen it? Have you seen uh, season one and two? I've seen both. Yeah, but it's just been a minute. Okay, yeah. I I tried. I I rewatched season two. I feel like, I feel like the show. It sucks because Atlanta was so like at least in my mind it was so different from everything when it came out. It was. It's polar. Now it was. And now everything is just Atlanta with different characters. With different so characters, like, yeah. Like then Insecure yeah. came, yeah. And you know, even though Dave. that's a, that's a great show, and now Dave and yeah, I, th- so I think Insecure like, Insecure uh-huh. was, was Insecure was before Atlanta, or at least was at the it? same time. I, I think it was like okay. at the same time. All right, it might have been around the same time. You know, but I, Insecure I know. is a great show. I don't. I, I really Insecure's don't know. Good. Like y'all can y'all can let us know. Uh, I haven't really done the research or anything on that one, but I thought Atlanta came first, just because I, at least I heard about it first. Yeah, um, but yeah, Insecure, great show. Um, I've been hearing really good stuff about that lately. Um, so I think they just dropped a new season. What's some uh, What's some shows you're on, bro? Bro, good good question. This is actually kind of polarizing. Have you seen this show, Black AF? 
It was it was trending I on Twitter. I haven't, but I've heard a lot. Both my parents have watched it by now, and I've caught glimpses of it. My brother, who this this nigga is always on different stuff. I I don't know, you know what he likes, you know to be honest. But he came in the group chat like, "Yo, y'all gotta watch Black AF, bro. Shit's super yeah. funny." I'm like. Okay, so if he's talking about it, then it must be something to it. And I, and I, I recently discovered that the, the person that it's about, like the you know the main guy or whatever who's in it, he's actually like the writer for a lot of good shows that are on the air right yeah. now, like um, Little Black-ish Fires, Blackish, Little Fires Everywhere, and you know yeah. stuff like that. So, so yeah, yeah at, at that point, I was like, okay, okay, I might, I might need to check this out because clearly this person is very versatile. And you know, it's somebody to watch. So, okay. Well, we won't get into it. And maybe this is just me being. Maybe I don't know. Basically, bro, there was a trending tweet right around the time Black is Black AF dropped, uh-huh. and the trending tweet was, <clears throat> "Oh, th- this show is not black. Do- this show is not black enough due to these things." Um. We need more shows like Blackish and Mixedish, and like I don't think these people even watch the episode because the first episode goes into how this person's the writer for those two shows. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, how could it not be? Oh, I don't know. Hey, and then the, and then the bigger point is, especially on Twitter, like there's if if a show does not fit the narrative for what a black person should be or a black show, people are going to trash it, and that's the reason why I think it's so polarizing because it's it's a show about black people where. Their struggle is not, I need to sell these drugs to get money. Yeah. Or people are being racist to me, so I got to fucking overcome the odds and go to the prom with my my white boyfriend. Every fucking teen girl (laughs) movie for the past five years. But. (laughs) I don't watch that many teen girl movies, so. I I, I have my sister. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I catch them on the side. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. It's a show about a successful black family, and that's uh-huh. it. Period. Uh-huh. And pe- people just hate. Bro, it's people be hating on that family. shit, and and yeah, exactly. it, it raises much larger questions. Like, oh, why yeah. are you attaching yourself to a narrative that is so negative, and you know, really just makes you look like shit? You know what I mean? As if like black, a fucking idiot. Yeah, like as if black people can't be successful or rich or you know, well off or established or, you know, anything that's somewhat positive. To make it worse, somebody said, oh my gosh, the, the, the daughter on the show was cussing at her parents and they were cussing back. Um, they basically were implying that in like a, in a more black show that the, the, the mother would have like struck the daughter or like disciplined her. How can you, A, how can you, like di- critique someone's family dynamic based on right. their race, right? And then B, you want so you want a little girl to get slapped in the face. I don't, and I know I'm, I made a joke about punching <laughs> little girls earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, but that but that was a robot joke. <laughs> this is a this is it's a cool. Stereotype. It was a robot joke. Yeah, that was a robot joke. This this is this is a stereotype that people were wanting this show to reinforce. Yo, that's black about on themselves. black crime. Yo. Bro, what exactly? And what if, you know, it's just not like that. Like, even in my family, you know, whereas I I definitely think there's a difference 
especially in like the black community, whereas if you have parents that are older, then you know maybe using profanity or something like that in the house or something like that is a is a no go. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter what you've done you know what i mean how well off you are nothing like that it's just a no-go and that's been established because of the roots that your parents came from but if you have parents that are younger then sometimes words might fly you know what i mean and it's like not from a disrespectful point or disrespectful thing uh, standpoint but you could just have established that communication where it's just like you're not really getting caught up on semantics and like words and stuff like that but more so the message of whatever the conversation is that you're talking about like if a person's trying to express themselves and they just so happen to drop a fuck or you know what i mean something like that like i'm tired of this shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> it there's a difference and there's a way to handle it you know mm-hmm. not everything has to for one result to violence sometimes things can be you know handle with words and those words don't necessarily have to be pc you know and that's that's something that as i'm you know growing older and i've been having to deal with my parents and stuff like that yo like honestly like i've had a, i've let a couple words fly you know and it was just like at the end of the day it all just depended on the situation at hand but it, you know true. i wasn't necessarily struck down you know what i mean because yeah. you know told my mom i didn't want to wash the fucking dishes <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, um. <laughs> I always wash the dishes, mom. I'm sorry, bro. Yo, she oh listens. My gosh. She listens. Who? My mom listens. Oh, to the dishes? No, to the pod, bro. Oh, real talk? Yeah. Oh, that's what's up, bro. Yo, my she grandma like listens to the pod, bro. They, yeah, oh, everybody, that's funny, everybody bro. Likes it. Everybody likes oh, this, bro. Everybody likes it. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. This is oh, a family wait, show. This is a family-oriented episode. family-oriented episode, so we just want to say Mother's Day is coming up. Yes. And we just want to give an extra special shout-out to moms. I know when you listen to You're, this, you know, um, I'm probably not going to have another episode up, but we might have another because Mother's Day is on Sunday. So we might, have an, we might have a special Mother's Day episode. We never know. We never know. But if you're listening to this and we don't, then happy Mother's Day, Mom. Shout out to mamas. Shout out to future <laughs> baby mamas. Uh, uh, wives. Because <clears throat> we're, yes. we're respectable black men. So you know what? You're right. You know, see, I I was over talking about stereotypes, and I would have made a stereotype <laughs> joke. Look at Fuck me. No, up. but but seriously, I, I was about to say like I should probably just stay off Twitter. That's honestly what it is. I like, love Twitter. I, I, I love I Twitter, but I think it's some of the retweets I see are just so. They're just so ridiculous and so toxic. I seem to start unfollowing people. That's really that's what it really is. what it is. I just have to tailor make my Twitter to have a better experience. But I'm really yeah. in 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 Twitter. You're on Twitter for the laughs, guys. So shoot me your that's funny true. memes. Shoot shoot I'm, shoot us your your uh uh you know videos of people doing stupid shit. Shoot us you know everything that's funny that can make us make us laugh because that's really why I'm there. So. I'm on Twitter being sensitive. Uh, catch me at uh, Sensitivity Boy. And, you know, just don't tweet at me, bro. Because she'll hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, he laughs, but he's fucking serious. <laughs> no, nah, I'm dead ass. <laughs> she'll probably hurt my feelings. It's oh, okay, man. though. Like, I can have my feelings hurt and I'll be chilling. But, like, you know, my feelings will still be hurt. <laughs> let's not get into that, though. All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> That's for the later podcast. Nigga, if you don't hold me, hey, no, if you don't hold me, 
Bruh, oh my god, I can't wait to have the conversation. I swear that's not what I said, bro. About, that's exactly what you I, said, bro. See, the thing we is, have I was witnesses. The thing I was, I was going to, I was going to say, nigga, did you hold me? I was going to say, nigga, if you hold me, and I, I it came out. Up, if you don't hold me, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bro, guys, stay away from alcohol. It'll fuck you up. Yo. <laughs> Oh man! On that note, it's been episode. You know, let, let's let's not get episode counts. For, yeah, because no, I want people not. to binge. I want people to binge. I don't want them to be like, "Oh, I was on episode four. No, nah, I just want to. Know. I want you to know what episode you're on. Yeah. College um, sure. stories episode has to come soon. Has to. I honestly, I was thinking about doing it this week, but we have to prepare because we have to seriously. Edit oh yeah, we gotta. We have to have stories. a conversation about that. <laughs> just so we can set proper boundaries of what we can and cannot say on the pod. Because, oh my God. yeah, college life, we were we were some rap scallions, guys. We were some Bro. rap scallions. But I don't I don't want to like be those niggas that reminisce on college. You know what I mean? But oh, no, we're, but but we're not. That's but we're yeah, we're, we're definitely not. not. But it's more so just the stories are hilarious. And okay, quick 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 flex because because we're not those niggas, bro. <laughs> who who else has a podcast consistently? A good one. Nobody, bro. It's just us right now, bro. It's just us. As, it's as just far us. as niggas we know. It's just, it's just yeah, that is true. That is true. We are the and first because of, of that. Oh yeah, and because of that, bro, I, I I can reminisce. I don't give a fuck. I can tell stories. <laughs> They're my thoughts. They're my They're experiences. My I can These talk are my about feelings. them. <laughs> All right, maybe I'm being sensitive again. Okay, I would not be marginalized. <laughs> <laughs> Tell on that note, guys. <laughs> on that note, it's been the AI and automation episode. Yeah. Um, word association? Let's get it. Pollen. Allergies. Mm. Mm. Uh, Weights. Can't find any. Mm. Hard to find. You can't buy them right now. No. Even on it, also, isn't even selling any. On it, like the brand. Yeah, the brand on it. They're not selling shit. Damn, you know, you know, Joe Rogan is part owner. I know. I did not know that till like Good two weeks ago. Him. Yeah, bro. I was like, nigga, what? Yeah, bro. He's uh, he's doing his thing. Oh yeah. Um, recycle. Sustainability. Ooh, that's a good one, right? Yeah, that's what the latch is all more. about, bro. Um, oh yeah. Golf. Wang. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too, bro. <laughs> yeah. So shout out Tyler the Creator. Hope you uh check hey. us out one day, bro. Please. Um, um House. Mansions. Mm. Alright, guys. Y'all know what it is. That was a good one. That was a really good one. I I, I did enjoy that one a lot. That one will be fun <sighs> to listen to later when I'm um <clears throat> not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, y'all enjoy it. Catch y'all. Hit me up with the uh, text messages about this episode where y'all talk about me. Why am I still being sensitive, bro? (laughs) Where y'all talk about me and, you know, give me, you know, proper criticism and tell me what I did wrong. No, guys, like, we thank you guys so, so much for tuning in with us each and every week. 
each and every pod, and we just really do this for you guys. So the only thing that we ask is that if you enjoyed the episode, if you got any type of value, if you cracked a giggle or anything like that, please, please, please just share it with somebody and let's keep this thing spreading. Let's keep these conversations growing. If you guys yourselves have, you know, want to dive into deeper conversations, please comment, let us know, uh, rate us, subscribe, do what you got to do, but just make sure you keep this thing rolling. Like the snowball must continue to grow. So we thank you guys for our fans, our family, our friends, all that stuff. And, uh, till next time. Till next time.